everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where my post yesterday about my pink bouncing ball on the desk got such responses that even my boss joined in. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nahum Siegel Network. You can find me here every Thursday morning right after Allison and right before Nahum's live lunch. Coming to you from the home of the Nahum Siegel Network on the beautifully chilly Lower East Side. I think I've been saying that for the last, I don't know how many months, Rami. But, uh, yeah, it's cold, but it's not as cold. It was, like, toasty at 26 degrees this morning when I woke up. It was almost a schwitz outside yesterday, right, Danny? So, Boker Tov to Avrami, Boker Tov to Danny. Danny is here, and uh, Avrami is behind the board. If you are a new listener to the show, thank you for taking a break from your day to tune in. If you are a returning listener, thanks, as always, for making us part of your day. By the way, shout out to the people um, who responded to my post yesterday about the pink Spalding high bounce balls that I had on my desk that I keep here on the desk. Um, to those of you still commenting on that Facebook post, yeah, guys, the mystery is over. Somebody got the right answer. It's not about the coffee cup. It wasn't about the magnifying glass. It was about the West Wing, West Wing references with the pink bouncing balls. So some of you got it, and some of you are still commenting. I think you need to look back at the previous posts. Anyway, follow us on Twitter, NachumSiegelNet, all one word, Miriam L. Wallach. Also, all one word, super shout-out and refuah shlema to Donnie Hain and Rabbi Larry Rothwax of Ketra Torah in Teaneck. If you have not heard, Donnie uh, was in desperate need of a kidney, and Rabbi Rothwax gave him one. It is an absolutely unreal story. We wish them both a complete refuah shlema. We are stunned by their heroism on both sides. That is for sure. For sure. A shout-out as well to everyone listening on our Ruth Sheva. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the crazy train that is That's Life. By the way, uh, if you haven't noticed, I posted pics from our Nahum Siegel Network bowling event the other night. You should check them out. We had a blast. I want to thank Danny, who is here in the studio, for all of his hard work for the event, for being an integral part of the evening, from the planning to the legwork to the trophy that he didn't come close to winning despite all the trash talking. And so, Danny, it was a great night. I'd like to thank you. You can feel free to continue to insist that you're an incredible bowler, um, even when I bowled better than you did. Right. <laughs> Rummy's. <laughs> yeah, you're one of those guys. You're one of those guys. You choked. You choked. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. But, um, yeah, you choked. And even, I, I, you know, that picture that I posted of Nahum and his son Yehoshua with the trophy was pretty incredible. But I should have had you, po- like, like, you know, photo bomb in the background with like some kind of like teary clown face or something. Uh, yeah, you're going to be um, enjoying this moment for a while. The hazing will continue. Let's do that fortune cookie. For those of you listening for the first time on our Ruth Sheva, we open a fortune cookie every single week here at That's Life, though I just moisturized my hands and now I can't open this. Okay, I just exploded the package. That's great. That was great. Epic fail on my part. All right, here's today's fortune. A perfect statue never comes from a bad mold. All right. You know what? When you're deeper than I am, Confucius, that's when we need to move on with our day. What? That's what happened? I have bad karma because I just dissed Danny? No, I'm sorry. Danny, no. I'm sorry. That's not why that happened. I will open another one later. Okay. Uh, National holidays today. Today is National Chili Day. It's also National Personal Chefs Day, which I guess is a shout out to Naomi Nachman, host table for two. It's also Introduce a Girl to Engineering Day. By the way, if you have a daughter who's interested in the STEM field, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, it is huge. So today is the day to introduce her to engineering. It is also National Bacon Day. Not sure who uh, is is supplying that, but I did buy Fakin 
from uh yeah jacks right jacks bacon i just ordered that from gourmet god it's good stuff and it's world pistachio day that's not pistachio ice cream right the actual nut right you had pistachios here thanks for sharing thanks for sharing it from me by the way birds update the best thing about the pink balls the bouncing balls is that yeah i might be throwing them out the window i'm just saying and by the way the birds are quiet you know why <laughs> oh, there are pistachios here in the... All right, there are pistachios here in the studio. Amazing. You're listening to That's Life here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'd like to introduce my guest for today's show. It's Robbie Berman. He's the founder of the Halachic Organ Donor Society. You can find them at Hodes, H-O-D-S dot org. And so many things to talk about. First of all, good morning, Robbie. Good morning. How are you? Thank God. Thank you for joining me. It's nice to see you. I'm glad I wasn't sitting too close to you when you exploded that Chinese cookie. Yeah, by the way. That was pretty, that was pretty awesome. I know. I'm just upset I didn't catch that <laughs> on video. That would have been like yeah. that would have gone viral in a second. That um, You exploded a Chinese cookie. I know. That was an epic fail. <laughs> Hashtag epic fail. Yeah, but you should have been here yesterday when I was bouncing um, in, a, in a... Are you a West Wing fan? Yes, but I haven't seen it in 10 okay, years. Okay, but you know... Okay, that's because it hasn't been on in 10 years, okay. though those of us who watch it still watch it like it happens every day. Um, there's, uh, you know, Toby's obsessed with the pink ball, and he's constantly hitting the pink ball against okay. the wall and whatever. Mm-hmm. So he shatter, they shatter a window in okay. between him and the office next door to him. Right. Um, so um, it's possible that I didn't shatter the window yesterday, but I did knock over a whole thing of CDs. Oh, nice. Right. So, um, yeah, it's good times. Anyway, there's an up coming race this Sunday, March yes. 1st, that we want to discuss in support of the Halakhic Organ Donors. Right. Before we talk about the race this Sunday, okay. I really want to uh, uh, say Yeshikoth uh, Rabbi Rothwax yes, for donating a kidney, a living kidney donor. That's amazing. But I want to actually focus on him for a second. Like, what is his message? I don't think his message of his great act of doing this incredible mitzvah, if you want to look at it and say, what's the message to every individual out there? I don't think the message is that everyone should step forward and donate their kidney. I think the message is, is that if you're not brave enough to donate your kidney when you're still alive, at least be brave enough to donate your organs when you're no longer need them when you're dead. That's, That's the a, message. That is that is one heck of a transition there. Do you like it? I, that it works. I've been working on it. it thank you know we can think about by Rothwax for a lot right. of things. Then. So a we're, for the transition, B for the kidney. Right. So right. we 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 do cadaveric donation. We're into trying to convince people that when they no longer need their organs, when they're brain dead, they should donate their organs and save eight people's lives. And that's what we do. And we're having a race. Uh, this Sunday, we have an annual fundraising race every year. It starts, uh, everyone gets there at 9 o'clock. Uh, there's hot chocolate and marshmallows and hand warmers, and then people are running. Some people are virtual runners. And what's really cool about this race is, is that it costs $100 to sign up. Right. Children 18 and younger sign up for free. But what's really cool about this is you don't have to win the race. You don't even have to run in the race to win the grand prize of a free round-trip ticket to Israel and the iPhones. We're giving out like six iPhones. And you don't have to win the race or even participate to get the hot chocolate. Correct. You just have to show up. For me, it's about the food. There you go. Okay. And, and we'll have some Chinese cookies there for you, some Thank you. cookies. By the way, 39 degrees in New York City this Sunday. It's going to be a, it's going to be a boiler, a blister. It's a schwitz. It's a schwitz. Yeah. It's a schwitz. Um, so what's cool about it is all you do is sign up as a virtual runner online at hodes.org right. forward slash race. And then when you send out your emails to your friends using our race platform, very easy, one step, just you know, mm-hmm. send out this thing. Whoever raises the most amount of sponsorship dollars wins the free round trip ticket to Israel. So that's really Incredible. cool. Yeah. Right. Last year we had a kid from SAR who we gave him the Einstein Award. Because he defied the laws of physics nice. in the race. Yes. He managed to run a 5K race in 10 kilometers. He took a wrong turn, went up the east side of the park, missed the signage, and took 10 kilometers to run a 5K race. So we gave him the Einstein Award. Wow. 
pretty amazing. And I'll tell you something funny. I went to lecture at an SAR a few, a few days ago yeah. to the students and to mm-hmm. the teachers. And after I finished lecturing to the teachers, one of the teachers said to me, Mr. Berman, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give you and your organization great strength and continue your life-saving work. And I said to her, we prefer checks. Hmm. So, yeah. but I'm bummed. The story in, in the spirit of Adar of Purim coming up, I figured I'd share with you that joke. That went over very well <laughs> there, but evidently not in the studio you know, because the it's too the, early for you guys. Well, you know, some, when you wake up at four o'clock, this is already the afternoon. But the um, but the, what's interesting about the race and and something that I want to it's point all about the race, about the race. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. The, the <laughs> this is a music. This is a music. Is it radio? Can I not say that? Is that you can say yes? You can. I don't want to say. You I don't. Can not, say I want to push the limits, want, right? Because even I can't. Say I don't want to push the limits. But I want to. I want to make note that participating in this event costs so little, as opposed to so many other races where registration is much more. Right. And the the amount you have to raise is so much more. Right. That just uh, the importance needs to. It has to be pointed out that a hundred dollars goes a long right. way. But I tell you, I tell you where it goes a long way. Where, where we see the needle. I mean, I give lectures around the world. We we print brochures. I write articles and editorials. The thing that moves the needle the most, the thing that gets people donate organs the most, is when they see advertisements showing pictures of rabbis and women scholars who have organ donor cards, and right. that really convinces right. people that halacha allows it. We had this incredible case. I don't know you heard about it. Um, uh, two weeks ago, in I was I live in Yerushalayim, mm-hmm. and I was in DC. I was in Jerusalem. I come back and forth. I'm kind of half and half. And uh, this rabbi calls me up at 10 o'clock at night. He's calling from D.C. And he says, um, I'm, my name is so-and-so. And uh, I said, do I know you? He said, well, no, I'm not a member of your organization. I don't accept brain death as death and I don't support organ donation. I'm like, great. So, so you're, was calling, it a wrong number? you're calling me to like ruin my evening, right. to bother <laughs> right, me, to right. annoy me. He said, no, I'm calling you to tell you that when I heard about you guys 13 years ago, I thought you were like a fringe group. And then I went to the RCA conference, and someone put one of your brochures in my hand, and I took a look, and I saw you have over 200 Orthodox rabbis with beards and black hats that have your organ donor card. So I realized you're no longer a fringe group. You're actually a force to be reckoned with. Now, I don't agree with you, but you are like a legitimate thing. Now, what happened was someone in this community had died, a 20-year-old boy, and okay. he became brain dead. And the family wanted to donate the organs, and they consulted with the rabbi. And the rabbi asked himself, listen to this guy's integrity. The rabbi asked himself, he said, what is my job here as a rabbi? Am I here to push my halachic agenda on the family, or am I here to help the family do what they want to do within the confines mm. of halacha? So he went to them and said, look, I don't accept brain death. I don't support organ donation, but there are many rabbis who do. And if you want to donate organs, wow. I'll put you in touch with Robbie Berman and the Halachic Organ Donor Society, and we'll make it happen. And that's what happened, and they saved four lives. Wow. So it's a huge, I get incredible, yeah, incredible sipuk nefesh, incredible satisfaction from doing that kind of work. Um, actually, the, there was a medical... also, there's humility there. Yeah, the rabbi... we don't right. see. Let's right. take a second to note For that... For halachic he... humility. Right, right. With, and, because the most law. because most rabbis will say the halacha says with a capital T right. the halacha says you have to do X Y or Z right and as we know there are many things in halacha which are different opinions and depending on who you hold by you have a different opinion now I'm not saying you have to go ahead and say uh, we don't have a guidance we don't give guidance we don't have a, a leaning we do have a leaning but it, I think it's dishonest to tell people that there's no other opinion within the halacha mm-hmm. world and I think people need to know that and people need to make that decision in discussion and consultation with their with, with their rabbi. But I saw you at my nephew's bar mitzvah. Uh, yeah, the Shabbat. that was nice. That, a couple that, weeks ago. Yes, two weeks ago. That was amazing. Right. My nephew Zev. Um, it's amazing because he's just turned thirteen, and ten years ago he was diagnosed with this terrible uh, t- stage four cancer called neuroblastoma. And thank God, what happened was he he got this cancer, and um, they, Sloan Kettering invented this drug 
to help cure him. And he couldn't take the drug because it was made from mice cells. And his immune system was strong enough that it identified the mice cells as being a foreign body. It would kill the mice cells, kill the drug before it killed the cancer. So Sloan said we had to humanize the drug. It would take about six months and $3 million. So the five towns, the young Israel of Woodmere, uh, Rabbi Bill, they all got together and they raised like a million and a half dollars. And the other community around the world, the other kids raised the other million and a half. They humanized the drug. He took it and now he's 13 years old. He's fine. And it's amazing. It's in the news today also. This this football player named Devin Still, his daughter Leah also had neuroblastoma. And just yesterday, she had uh, she had it removed. She had the tumor removed. So if anyone wants to donate money to a rare, or, you know, a rare pediatric cancer, it's called neuroblastoma. We have to stamp it out. Only seven hundred kids in America get it a year. Mm-hmm. Poor prognosis, and because so many little, so it's such a small amount. No big pharmaceutical companies want to invest money in R and D and figuring out a cure for it because. I understand they have right. to allocate the resources yeah. to help. So, so please think about kids with neuroblastoma because they need your help. Um, and thank God my nephew was saved, and we want to save the other kids who need who need that R and D. So, being part of that, being being part of the community, the Woodmere community, and being in shul the Shabbos of Zev's bar mitzvah. There was, I mean, invited to the Kiddush, not invited to the Kiddush. Everybody in shul that Shabbos was part of that simcha. Right. And when Rabbi Billet got up to speak, it was really like it was such a family. And it was cold at Shabbos. Right. It was freezing. Um, it was hard not to cry. For, it was, uh, not just for me, family members, but everyone had tears in their eyes. It was unbelievable. I mean, everyone knew the story and everyone exactly. knew the situation. And you remember and, where you were and being right. part of it and being Desperate, moved. desperate and needy of help and the community banded exactly. together. And, you know, we had people that made donations and, and my mother called them up and said, I really appreciate your donation but we need to raise a million and a half dollars and I wonder if you can make a follow-on donation. And they said, sure. And they made a donation the day after they just made a donation. It and we raised a, a million and a half. Unbelievable. It takes a it's, village. It makes you feel very lucky to be part of a community. Yeah, it was um, it, it was pretty incredible. You know, I've, I've joked before that the five towns is great in times of tragedy. It's the <laughs> other times that we have to worry about. Um, but when it came to Sandy and when it came to Zev, I mean, these are just examples of, uh, you know, the five towns gets a bad rap, and I, as a resident, make fun of it all the time. Mm-hmm. But honestly, when, when push comes to shove, there's there, that's it. Right. That's they're, it. They're it's with a, you. Right, right. And it's a small town feel. All of a sudden, it's a small town feel. Anybody who can do anything does what they can. You know the person. You don't know the person. It's really quite incredible. And I, I must give props to um, to Rabbi Billet. Right, I, I must for be, sure because there are a lot of and also my my you know my Zev's father Ranan Wolf is a dentist in the right. five towns and uh, he had other dentists like pediatric dentists coming in and helping fill because he had when oh. your kid has cancer you got to take him to chemo there's so many things to do you People have to five children practice. so Doctor Ranan Wolf the dentist had other dentists helping him out while his kid was being treated and needed so I, I think that was an amazing it amazing kind of, on every village, level people right. bringing food people donating money people taking over his shift it was it was incredible. Misha Asanisim, right? Incredible. There are incredible. so many. There are so many um, cogs. There are so many. Pieces, so many moving parts. Right. That's it. So. And many what's beautiful parts. is, is when one of the one of the two of the parts are out of out of whack, or they fall apart, or they disappear. Other people come in and fill right. fill the role. Fill the role. There was never a lack of people saying, "We want to help you out. Tell me how I can help." And that's the big thing to say to a person. Not this is what I want to do for you. How can I help you? What do you need for me to do? And that's what people were doing. So I guess bringing it back to the Halakhic Organ Donors Society, which yeah. is you know the reason that you're on today. What happened before 13 years ago? What were the moving parts, or were there moving parts if somebody the, the, who needed an organ right. 
I mean, what did well, that person well, do? Well, in Israel, in is- I mean, look, it's still, it's really bad in Israel. The New York Times a few months ago had two articles on the front page talking about how Israel and Israelis were involved in the black market of organ donation. Right. Every time they arrest people in the black market, it's always Israel and Israelis that are involved. I criticized the New York Times article because the, the journalist, um, I forget his name, he keeps on speaking about Israel as if it's the country that's involved. And they're not. They have very strict laws against buying and selling human organs. There are Israelis that are desperate, and they know that if you need an organ in Israel, it's a death sentence, so they come abroad. I mean, Israel has has one of the worst organ donor consent rates in the Western world. I mean, today, I think, when I started, they only had 3% of the population had organ donor cards, and in Spain, it was 80%. Wow. In America, 45%. Wow. So now, after 13 years of hard work, we've got the numbers up. We signed up 200 rabbis to get organ donor cards, uh, most of them in Israel, and we have now the numbers are up to 15%, which is still a, a great movement with the work of Adi, which is Israel Transplant, working together with them, but it's still way behind the American national average, which is 45%, and that's what we're trying to do. I ask everyone here, look, I don't care what your position is on organization. You have every right to say you're against organization, but let it come from an educated place. Mm. Go ask your rabbi to give a shiur about the medical and halakhic issues. Ask a doctor in your shul right. to give a shiur. Understand the difference between brain, right. death, and coma. Right. So understand the medicine, understand the halacha, understand the halacha debate, and then God forbid, if you're ever in that position, you can make an educated decision, not a knee-jerk reaction based on superstitions or a knee-jerk reaction based on ignorance. You know, it's funny. You had mentioned um, superstitions the last time you were on about them being reasons that prevent people from right. from donating right. their organs. And with all of the logical, I, I, I think it's probably the only word I can come up with, um, reasons that somebody could say, this is the reason I don't want to give. The fact that there are superstitions that are momish or, or preventing people from donating their organs and potentially saving lives, that that's the reason. Because right. you it's think awful. whatever is not going to happen. Right. It's awful. Walk under a ladder, black it's, cats, it's, it's awful. It but then you know when people start to become rational and, and not believing in superstition, when it's your kid that needs an organ. And, and someone else could be a possible donor. Like, come on, you tell people, get over it. You know, get over it. Your organs disintegrate in the ground. You don't need your organs. You don't need to be buried with your organs for resurrection of the dead. If God's going to create chet and make them, he has to give you new organs. Your organs disintegrate in the ground. Then you have all these people telling these stories. Oh, well, this chassid and this chassid, this sadik, you know, they had all their organs. They, uh, the organs. Yeah, show me a picture. <laughs> there's not, show me, there's not one, you know, we don't have one case of one example of one glue schema, one ossuary, one sarcophagi, one thing where a guy died and within a few months the organs have disintegrated in the ground. Who was your hardest person to convince to sign the card? The hardest person to convince? Yeah. Uh, the superstitious secular Israelis. Huh. Yeah, because the Orthodox people, at least, they're interested in halacha. Okay. The secular Israelis, like I went when I started, when I was a journalist 13 years ago and I wanted to start the organization, I, I, want, I wanted to first write an article about it. I went to this Israeli and I said, do you, do you have an organ donor card? Why, how come Israelis don't have organ donor cards? And they said, well, it's against halacha. I said, really? Why? Well, I noticed you have a tattoo on your left shoulder. Oh. He said, yeah. I said, do you eat kosher? He goes, no, I eat treif. I okay. said, do you drive on Shabbat? He goes, sure. I said, let me get this straight. You got a tattoo. <laughs> you eat treif. You drive on Shabbat, but, you, but you're not donating organs because of halacha? He goes, yeah, when it comes to death, I want to be a little bit more from. That's his perspective. So those are the hardest people to get because they're not really interested in learning about the medical or the halachic issues. They just know that Jews don't donate organs. I had a case in New Jersey where a woman called me up and said her daughter was brain dead. They asked her to donate the organs. She wanted me to come to the hospital and convince her why. So when I went into the hospital, and it was in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, she said, I came into the room and said, you know, my name is Dina. This is my husband, Christopher. Okie dokie. I said, Christopher as in 
Christ? Like, what do you mean? I mean, Christopher, like, are you, are it's you Christian? Short for yeah, <laughs> right. Right, short for Chaim. <laughs> so, so he said, yeah. I said, so you guys are into marriage? Said, I said, why am I here? She said, well, I'm, I don't really care much about halacha in general, but one thing I knew growing up as a Jew, that Jews don't donate organs, and I'm mm. not going to donate my daughter's organs unless you convince me otherwise. Wow. So I found myself in this weird position yeah. of trying to convince Christopher and Dina why halacha would support organ donation. And we did, and thank God, they donated organs and saved eight, eight other lives. So on that Black Thursday, they had eight points of light where they know that eight people are alive because of their Amazing. generous donation. Robbie Berman is the founder of the Halachic Organ Donor Society. You can go to hods.org. Forward slash race. to, 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 to sign, up for, sign race. up for the race. Sunday morning. Right, so but get it's there on your homepage. It's on, on your home it page, is on the homepage. Correct. Or the, just to donate if you don't want to run. Right, virtual, you, virtual. My mother loves to be a virtual runner. She's not, <laughs> she's not. She told me the last time she ran was 1972, and that was to only, the bathroom. If only you could burn calories as easily with a, uh, with a virtual running. Yeah, if right. only. If but just, only. Pretend, just pretend your dollars are calories, and you can burn as many as you want with us but it's a hundred dollar uh, sign up and it's a five kilometer race what's five kilometers between you and me what's what's five a kilometers? little over three miles there's um here's my question though what is the easiest or most commonly donated organ i'm sure you ask people ask that a lot but somebody's gonna somebody who's listening and saying all right i i want my heart i want my liver i want my kidney what can i give well, you can give all you know all eight right. life-saving organs, but the the one that's donated needed the most is kidneys. Basically, people think that dialysis can cure, can keep people alive. Dialysis, basically, the person on dialysis only has about seven years on the average, and then they die oh. of an infection. Some people last. There's a woman in Israel who has a world record. She's been on dialysis because she can't get a kidney. She was died. She was put on dialysis when she was 15. She's been on dialysis for 32 <gasps> years. 32 years. It's that awful, is- awful because she can't get a kidney in Israel. And she's got the world record because, like I said, people get an infection. They don't do well after after seven years. That's the average. Thirty. Can you imagine what no. that's like to go to go to the hospital three, four times a week, be hooked up to a machine for six, seven hours, to have uh, uh, your arms to be completely? I don't even want to describe right. what it looks like. But if you Google, you know, people who have these things in their arms, uh, it's, it's it's awful. It's awful. Well, I, I'm I'm completely stunned by that by that number by that. And for you to be speechless is a is, huge, right, is, huge is accomplishment correct. by my part. It is a huge accomplishment. Men you, have pe- failed. People want to, <laughs> men have better, better or bigger men failed. than me. Exactly. Steven's going to call me when he wants to get some techniques. Like, what? How'd you do it? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying for 20 years. Um, that's incredible. But also, just so that I understand, the cornea, right? Isn't the cornea commonly? Uh, or am I, is, that my, is that a misunderstanding on my part? What's a, what's, I mean, your, what's is your a, assertion? Isn't the cornea commonly donated, like an organ that's most commonly donated? No, um, I don't know the numbers for that. I do okay. know that what's needed the most out of, let's say, the 120,000 Americans that currently are dying and waiting for an organ, about 75,000 are waiting for a kidney. Okay. So that's the big one, the kidney. Why is it the kidney that I don't fails? know. Maybe it's because of our diets and we eat, too, we eat so much salt. I'm, I'm not sure what it is. I'm not a doctor. I just play one on TV. Right. Which Good. I do with Tyrant. Exactly. And I, that Tyrant exactly. got picked up again, by the way. Oh, congratulations. So the Arab doctor, Dr. Mansour, played by Robbie Berman, is hopefully going to be coming back. Mazal tov. Thank you very much. That's great. That's great. All right. Well, continued Hatzlacha with everything that you thank do. Thank you. And um, thank you so much for offering us every year the opportunity to come back and talk about organ donation and talk about the Halachic Organ Donor Society and raise people's awareness about Halachic and rabbinic my support. Thank it's you so much. It's honestly my pleasure. I'm happy to do it. It's a great organization. Um, I'm sorry I can't be there on Sunday, but... Well, um, you can still be a virtual, virtual I can runner. I be a virtual runner. If only <laughs> I could have virtually run for Yaha, that would have been easier. Anyway, <laughs> Robbie, thank you again. Thank and you. Um, yeah, invited back anytime. You've been Thanks. listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. We have a full lineup in just a few moments. 
That's Life will be followed by the live lunch hosted by Nachum Siegel from 11 to 1 p.m. And today at 1 p.m., it's The Stunt Show hosted by Mark Zomik on a very special perm edition of The Stunt Show. You have to listen to the wording, folks, of this of this promo because it's so Zomik. If you know Zomik, it's so Zomik. Mark Zomik has compiled a great um, a great perm music as well as his favorite comedy parodies it interspersed are some comments from some of the JM and the AM family. It sounds much more exciting than it is, says Mark. Don't miss it anyway. That's today at 1 p.m. Throwback Thursday is at 2. Michael Fragan and Spin Class with a fresh show next week. Join Nachum tomorrow morning from 6 to 9 as the host JM and the AM. Live here on the stream, NachumSiegel.com, uh, JMandAM.org, 91.1. Don't miss the weekly update with Malcolm Holmline at 7.40. Tomorrow morning... Also, a fantastic edition of Table for Two. Naomi is joined by Daniel Meyer, Executive Director of International Young Israel Movement in Israel, who will share how we can send Mishloch Manot to Chayalim in Israel and to your family and friends. Also, cookbook author, I hear it, I hear it, of Rami, me, me, by Simcha Liner is coming up in the background. Also with Naomi, cookbook author, Aviva Kanoff, who wrote the Gluten-Free Around the World uh, cookbook. And cupcake baker, Sarah Goldstein, shares with us numerous baking secrets. By the way, I tasted some of those cupcakes. They're ridiculous. Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull this Saturday night at his new time of 9 p.m., 10 p.m. Renowned speaker Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson hosts Eternal Flame, where he will discuss Purim, Iran, and anti-anti-Semitism. At 11 p.m., David Lichtenstein hosts Headlines. This week, Rabbi Arye Leibowitz joins the show to discuss shaking the hands of someone of the opposite gender Sunday morning. It's JM Sunday from 7 to 9 in the morning with Matis, Dr. Robert Kuhl of the Israeli Antiquities Authority, will join Matis on the show to discuss the recent discovery of gold coins in Caesarea. We are off next week, folks, for Purim. I wish everyone a Freilichen Purim or a Chag Purim Sameach, depending on how you roll. You are hearing Simcha Liner's Me, Me, Me in the background. It is a tribute to the upcoming Nefesh Benefesh mega event to Purim, to the Halachic Organ Donor Society, and the unbelievable story we spoke about with Donnie Hain and Rabbi Rothwax. Misha Asanisim is right. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys.
You've been listening to That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. Coming up next, live lunch with me, Nahum Siegel, right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. See you.